Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm Jesse, your DM. Cody playing Lazarus. Brennan playing Dis. Mike playing Nim. Britt playing Kenna. And we are Double Doubles and Dragons. We're a group of goofy Canadians that have gotten together to play a little D&D. Sometimes we will say things that are inoffensive. We mean them as jokes, of course, and they're certainly funny to us, but some people may find this offensive. If you do, we apologize, but we don't want any hate mail about it. So just don't listen, okay? Uh, Let's jump right into the action. Okay, everybody, welcome back. So a quick recap before we get into it. The party decided to split up for two tasks. Uh, uh, Lazarus and Dis were going to go try to push a little bit deeper into the exclusion zone to see what they could find out about who had ordered the Black Knight into action. And they found out some interesting things, like the reconstruction effort isn't exactly proceeding the way they thought it would be. There's definitely something fishy going on. Dis has remained behind to check it out at night, and he's getting some weird whispers this close to the void uh, that's been created in the edge of the stronghold. But other than that, he's holding together all right, and we'll get back to him shortly. In the meantime, the rest of the party got together, and we're going to go check out Feylin's secret basement, or I guess the top layer of her secret basement. And they found a trapdoor hidden under a shelf. They got down into that bottom room, and it was very clean, but nothing in it. They found a magically enchanted door, which they disenchanted, thanks to Kenna, and Nim popped it open with his mage hand, and found they maybe missed a physical trap on the door. There was a loud pinging sound, and a couple of minutes later, Kenna is now smelling faint whiffs of smoke. We'll pick up right from there. So what do you what do you guys do? I think we've got a problem. Yeah, what's that? Do you not smell, smell the smoke? Do I smell the smoke? Yes. By now, it's beginning to build. Alright, well, are we getting... Out of here, or are we just going to put it out? I think we should try to put it out, because if we just get out of here, we're going to lose any chance of finding anything. Alright, well, and then I'll mage hand the door open, I guess. And just to see. Slowly. When you mage hand the door open, you get, not as, like, the whole room isn't filled with smoke, but you can definitely see smoke sifting off the floor up and beginning to kind of fill that room. So, underneath? Under. Oh. Seems like. Oh, 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 oh. Phelan. So we lost everything here. Is there anything in that room? Um, it's sifting through. So that means that the floorboards aren't super tight, right? So like water could get through. It seems like the floor is still stone, but you are getting whiffs of smoke coming between the blocks. Okay. Do I see a staircase? Uh, you'd have to get into the room to look. So I could like. I mean, I could make a lot of water happen, or I could make a lot of wind happen. Um, let's go with the water, if necessary, but let's go in the room first. Okay. But be careful, we should check for more traps. Yes, checking for physical traps. (laughs) Go ahead. They give me that sass when all they did was Arcana check the door, like it's my fault. (laughs) Perception, right? Yeah. 18. Okay. You stick your head into the room, and you can see smoke. When you kind of get your head in there and you take a look around, first of all, you don't see anything that seems like an obvious trap on the floor. That being said, when you look down, you do see a long metal pin that has popped out of the door that was connected to a string. You follow that string back, and it extends towards the back far right corner of the room away from you and there's a spot there where there's a it almost looks like a little rug 
has been put down and the line runs right under the rug and you can see a little bit of smoke billowing out from under that rug. The rug. Yep. We'll move the rug. Slowly, like cautiously, not just like... Okay. You start pulling the rug away and the first thing you notice is as you're pulling the rug away, more smoke is billowing out, but you also feel that slight rush of air in. Water. What are you gonna cast? I'm just gonna create a destroying water, so just create water. Okay. Um, at the we'll go we'll go second level, so it's twenty gallons of water. Twenty gallons of water, okay. And you're kind of aiming it for the gap, yep. I imagine. All right. So what do you say? How are you? How are you doing this? I really hate fire. I use Nim's voice hilariously. Okay. Not meaning to. <laughs> okay. Kenneth screams that out. Nim's feelings are a little hurt. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> and, uh, yeah, there's suddenly a kind of a... You can hear this loud sloshing of water as you feel it kind of spray out a little bit from that area, but most of it seems to be going down. There's definitely a void down there. It just seems to be gaining all of that water. And the entire room very quickly fills with an expansive burst of steam as the water hits whatever was burning down there and starts putting it out. And you kind of end up getting smoke and steamed out a little bit. You end up having to kind of back out of the room. But after a minute or two, things seem to have died down. You're not seeing as much smoke coming out from under there. Um, so it seems like the water's done its job. Okay. Go inspect it. Okay. You pull the rug away, and there is an opening about... Uh, foot and a half, like very small, another small opening. This just has a ladder going straight down. What's the ladder made of? Uh, it looks like it's made of wood, so its integrity is perhaps compromised. You want to shapeshift into something that can, like, flappy flappy? I sure can do that. <laughs> flappy flappy? Yeah. Nim reads books, right? <laughs> it's been a while. <laughs> He's read you want a few flappy, books flappy? many times. You wanna flappy flappy down into the holy hole? <laughs> He's a dwarf now. <laughs> Alright, Kenna, what are you uh what are you shifting into? Um, I'm gonna shift into uh I mean what, a, a simple eagle or type deal would probably be yeah. fine. That. I was thinking bat or owl, so I have like really good dark vision. I think bat's pretty low on the challenge rating, so I'm sure there's no issue with you in that. Owl is also only a quarter. Owls tend to be bigger. Yeah. Bats can usually be smaller. Okay. So you shift into a bat and, I don't know, squeak a couple of times to let Nim know you're leaving. Uh, It's a little jarring at first using the bat vision because contrary to popular belief, they can see, but it's just their sound gives them an extra kick. Uh, so yeah, you flap your way down there and you start taking a look. The bad vision is not as exceptional at finding fine detail in certain ways. It's used to tracking motion. So down there, your visibility is a little um, blurred because of that. Uh, however, you don't see any fire actively crackling. You do see little bits of embers that are still in place, and you get a general feel for the size of the room. It's about as big as both of the rooms above you together. So it's kind of a long room that somebody has set up down there. Uh, outside of that, fine detail, unfortunately, isn't something that that's going to be able to pick up. Everything's stationary. Um. But nothing bad happens to you when you go down there. Yeah, no. Um. 
just from what I see, does it look like there was a lot of destruction? I uh, there's definitely a lot of smoke still in the air. It leaves you to believe that there was probably a fair amount of burning done, um, but you can't be sure. Uh, you do have a little bit of light coming from where Nim, because Nim still has his light on, I assume. Um, so that gives you a little bit, but the smoke that's down there hasn't fully cleared either. So your visibility's a little, a little janky. Okay. Um, I'm gonna fly back up to Nim and try to make it so he pokes his light further down. Like try to get his. Okay. Communicate that I need the light. M- mind that for me a little, if you would. So I think I would like fly up. And I would circle around the light, and then drop it in the hole. And then come back up to see if he was doing it. Okay. Okay, and then I'll... I would get that. <laughs> I, I feel like I feel like Nim can get that. That's fine. So yeah, you kind of put the light down in the hole. It lights things up a little bit more, but doesn't help with clearing the smoke as much. Right. But you can definitely see there are little red embers almost everywhere in the room. So it definitely seems like whatever it was pretty universally burned. Okay. Um, so you can also see, sorry, because the ladder's like right there, it actually doesn't seem like it was too badly damaged. It's blackened, but it doesn't look like it got to that stage where it started to crack or really lose a lot of its structural stability. It was just singed. Okay. So I'm going to go back down, just like stay down there, and then I'll unshape shift okay. and tell them to come down. And in the meantime, I will just put up some more water. Okay. Just little, just little, little bursts of water. Yeah. Just pa 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 Yeah, Lazarus? It's getting awfully smoky up here. <laughs> oh right, nobody told <laughs> nobody told Lazarus there was a fire. <laughs> oh yeah, there might have been a bit of a fire tied to that pinging sound. Go on. <laughs> We're uh we put it out. <laughs> Alright, still keeping watch. I think actually I would druid craft I, like, I can like do little pops of there to like put the I'm like Okay, Lazarus is like trying to air out the room upstairs. Sorry, Lazarus. Okay, so you've you've kind of whiffed out these little bits of burning ember, but there's still a fair amount of smoke in there. Um so I imagine you spend a little bit more time with the druid craft trying to kind of funnel the smoke up out of the room as well. Uh, probably right into Nim, I would imagine, as he's coming down, since this is mostly his fault. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nim, you come down as well. Uh, now that you guys have the light there and the smoke is beginning to qu- clear, you can give it a perception slash investigation check. Perception! Okay. 18. Okay. How to describe Feylin's secret second basement. Okay, so the entire room, the sides of the room, look like at one time they had benches, like work-style benches, all around the outside. They're mostly burned. That actually seems to be where most of the fire was set and started. The wooden tops have been completely burned open. They look like they maybe went first. Um... Anything that would have been on the workbenches does, doesn't necessarily seem like it survived. A couple of things that you do pick up on, there is a center work table that stretches the entire length of the room with only about a foot or two on each side to kind of give you movement space, so it dominates the room. That has also been burned fairly heavily, but a couple of things that you pick up on is when you are at the bottom of the ladder... 
that edge that is right towards the ladder, there is a spot just underneath the work table in the void space, kind of underneath it, where somebody has set up slots. Um, kind of like, they look like, based on what's in there, there's charred bits of paper in there. They kind of look like, like, boxes for letters or papers of some kind. Some kind of organizational system. Um, there's not a lot of detail there. The fire, like, there's a lot of embers right underneath it. It seems fairly obvious that that was a main place the fire started. But you do notice on the top of one of those slots... There's a little, like, um, piece of paper that's been stuck there as a label, and it just says Stronghold. But it's about the fourth slot in from the left. Okay. Um. Um, sorry, more. Yeah. <laughs> um, the next thing that you notice is while the, the tops of everything have been burned rather significantly, there was also, um... Think like the crazy people you see on TV who have conspiracy theories, and every single one of them has one of those walls. You know the kind of wall I'm talking about. There's pictures everywhere, there's articles, red, red string on tags everywhere. You see the barest remnants of that. There's bits of nails where things had been nailed in, and there's little bits of sinew that have been stretched across to link a couple of them. The paper that was left seems to have been largely burned. You'll have to do a much more thorough investigation of the room, but that's kind of the general feel the room gives you on first glance. Alrighty. Uh, because I'm probably closest to it, I would... Uh, all the embers are out in the room now, right? Uh, or approximately thereabouts, okay. yeah. Uh, I want to uh, check the four containers mm -hmm. to see if there's anything in any of them okay. survived. I'm gonna need, um, so while you're investigating that, obviously, like, Nim and whoever else can do whatever, um, what I'll need is, because everything's very fragile from the burning, I need a sleight of hand for how dexterously you handle them. Okay. In the meantime, Nim, what are you doing down there? I'm using my inspiration. Okay. And now, uh, I'll do a general investigation to see if there's anything else that survived. Okay, where where are you looking about? Um, close to the ground. <laughs> okay, so you'll kind of do close to the ground, maybe leave the walls for Kenna later. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do an investigation roll for yours. Uh, Kenna, how was the sleight of hand? Ten. Okay. So you work your way through the slots, and you try to pick what's in there out as gingerly as you can, but it's not your main skill set, and you find more often than not when you go to pull little bits of paper out of them, they're either so badly damaged that they just powderize when you touch them, or they fall apart rather quickly, and you end up not really getting a lot out of the slots. The only piece of knowledge you do gain is that most of the slots do seem to have been quite full at one time. Somebody had a lot of paperwork in these things. Okay. In the meantime, Nim, you've been checking the floor-ish area. How's how's that going? Uh, 18. Okay. So you take a look around, and you don't find anything that seems to have survived on the ground, but what you do find is evidence of the incendiary device. It looks like somebody has taken oil as well as uh, black powder and basically had them in little containers all over this place. 
Like, just under one bench, you find remnants of about ten metal containers. Um, and that's only on one side of the room. Oh my god, we lost so much information. <laughs> Somebody really didn't want this stuff to be found. Hmm. Can I investigate one of the devices more closely? See what kind of, like, if I can determine what kind of technology it is? Sure, absolutely. In the meantime, uh, Kenna, that kind of leaves you with the walls, since apparently Nim can't reach up there. Yeah. So if you want to do an investigation there... Yeah, if my dice was one more than six, that'd be really great. <laughs> that'd be great, dice! <laughs> Literally all I've rolled this entire game. Nope. Nim can help you if you want to wait. Yep, I will wait. Kay. I'm frustrated from the paper... Yeah, I mean, I yeah. assume that was a pretty frustrating process. Yeah. Okay, Nim, in the meantime, how did it go with the investigation of the metal containers? 18. Okay, so you take a look, and the metal containers themselves are especially interesting. It looks like somebody's basically just taken metal, pounded it quite flat, and made not quite cylindrical, like perfect cylinders, but the attempt has been made to make a, a container of some kind. Um, based on the rest of the information you have, that it seems to have been filled with some kind of oil and what you recognize as black powder, just from your reading and the, the history that you are aware of, it's definitely a higher-end technology. Like, as far as you know, nobody really uses black powder a lot since the fall. Um, so it's, it had to be somebody that has a fair amount of alchemical knowledge. Okay. Um, it also looks like it would have taken a lot of work. Like, even creating one of these, you suspect, would have probably taken several days, if not longer. So the fact that somebody conceivably filled this room with almost 50 of them represents a very large investment of work. Would someone get rid of their entire life's work that easily, or would they have a back of it? It looks like, um, like essential information, like control in and out. Yeah. You can talk loud, too. I think it picked it up anyway, but... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> no, no, that's a uh, fair point. While we're doing this, I would just be, like, talking to Lazarus and filling him in on what we're finding. That seems fair. Let him chime in with any information he has. Yeah. yeah. In fit. Nim's done investigating, so you can have him help you with the walls, if you like. Can you help me with the walls? Okay. Am I rolling, or is she just I think you should roll. Mm, Ken is the only one that can actually get up there. You'd probably just be like helping her pick out key points. So what's the what's the best roll? So it would have been a six. Okay. You take a look at the walls, and you can definitely tell you're not very lucky. Every bit of information on the first three walls you investigate has been charred, fallen off already, got wet. I mean, the whole thing. It's just a mess. However, in the farthest corner away from the ladder, where your water got to the least, but the fire got to more, some of the bits of paper are dry enough that they're clearly burned, but you get that, like, the little edges, like, sometimes you can see little bits of information. Due to that, you pull two pieces of paper off the wall. 
one has been burned about a third of its um area, and the rest has been browned fairly significantly. But it is enough to make clear that it is some kind of wanted poster. It has wanted on the top. It has um, an amount of money at the bottom that has been completely burned away. And on the face is a roughly approximate, but honestly really crude drawing of Dis. This guy over here. This guy. The next piece of paper you pull off has almost entirely been burned. And it seems to have been a map of some kind, just based on the lines you can see. But perhaps through pure luck, or by acting a little quick with the water, in the bottom right corner of that drawing of map, you recognize a familiar coastline with a small island that has been circled several times with a writing implement. Oh my. Never mind, we're not there. <laughs> <laughs> I, don't worry, I'm sure they'll contact you on the ring at some point. <laughs> I think at that point I probably would. I mean, oh, they yeah, did find a wanted they, poster yeah. of you. That that definitely seems like a communication point. <laughs> uh, Dis, you probably haven't left your hiding place just yet. Um, mostly because, like I said, you're waiting for that guard shift change somewhere around midnight when you know things get a little slack mm-hmm. to most people. Um, so yeah, you, they when they contact you by the ring, it probably just snaps you out of the slight creepy feeling you've been having. What? What is it, Spectres? Uh, Dis, there's there's a little issue at Phelan's. There was a few issues. There's fire. We got the fire handled, but uh, lots of the stuff is burnt up. But what I have found is a wanted poster with your face on it. How much money? That burnt off. Oh. Oh, come Disappointing. on. <laughs> and also, bad, and I want to be like super hush-hush, or like try to say this as sneakily as possible, because anyone over here? Who are you trying to hide uh, it from? Just anyone who could, like, I don't know if people could tap into these rings, I don't really know more about the communication system, whatever. That's certainly fair. Um, so I think I would just be like, there's a map. That has an island circled. Is it? Is it? It's a really a, a it recognizable looks, island. It's a standalone. So it's a standalone island. Whoa. So covert. <laughs> I'm literally describing. <laughs> oh my god! It may as well have just been like, "Is it our island?" But we did say that, so I don't know. I just said there's an island. Yeah, no, you didn't say it specifically. Wait, this was in a trap? This was in a hidden area? Oh, yeah, this was in a in this basement under the basement. At Phelan's? Yeah, the fish is crazy. I told you. How old does the wanted poster look? Can't, can I try to tell from pieces that aren't burnt? Yeah, you can try. Um, You could maybe do... Kind of check would maybe help with it. It honestly probably just have to be an investigation. 
Maybe, I mean, between you and Nim, you're fairly familiar with books and paper, like, you know, oh, you never know. Oh, I'm so familiar. I'm 23 familiar with that. Okay. <laughs> so you, you kind of, you take the piece of paper and you're like, no, 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 time to get serious. Yeah. We gotta really investigate this stuff. So you put the paper down, you, you try to ignore the parts that have been burned and browned, pick the perfect, you know, all that. And what you really come back with is that the paper itself appears quite new, Possibly within the last couple of weeks, maybe somewhere between one and three months. I relay that information. Um, how long have we been here? Uh, in total, about it, it, a month and a half to two months. Um, with that knowledge, because now I'm going to be super curious, I would like to just like go back over the walls again and see if I missed anything or if there's anything because I'm now I'm kind of curious is like are we all wanted okay um, so you give it another check in the meantime this I'm assuming there's some sort of feature would there be any features on my face that wouldn't be quite the same since we went through it was a crude drawing okay. at, at best yeah. Yeah. Like, it's identifiable as you only because they know you super well and they're kind of already primed for expecting this room is about you guys. If you just walked across it on the street, it may not even register as you. Have a look and see if there's anything with Lazarus's face on it specifically. Or who, it was you and, who met Phelan first time? You and Nim. Or Nim. But their faces, see if, uh... Maybe that's why she recognized or called them in. It was an investigation? Yeah. 23. Okay. So, you know what you're looking for now, and you go back over it carefully. You find little scraps of paper here and there that have survived being burned, but a large majority of them have no writing on them. They're just little bits of paper here and there. However, after spending almost two hours in this room you've pieced together as many of these pieces of paper as you can, and you have found three more examples of what appear to be similar paper to the Wanted posters. Two of them even have, like, the trail edge of letters still left on them that appear to be in the same font and the same size, leading you to believe that might be what they are. The rest of the wall stuff, you come back with a couple of pieces of paper that appear to be more map-like in nature, but features you don't recognize. They're just little scraps of maps that you don't really seem familiar to you at all. And the last bit of paper you find, actually with Nim's help, because it had dropped to the floor and is rather soggy, is one slip of paper, just the tail edge of a piece of paper, where it looks like somebody had signed their name, but the signature part has been eradicated. All that's left is a line where somebody was expecting another signature. Though that line remains empty. Uh, Lazarus, they're down there for quite a while, as I said, a couple of hours. Um, what are you doing in the meantime? Um, I suppose venting any smoke away from the street. Is, like, I'll probably like close the door and try to like open up something else. Okay. You know, like so the smoke's not pouring out of these areas. Fair, fair. And then watching, I guess, keep watching the streets. So. Okay. In the meantime, while all this is going on in Phelan's building, 
Dis, it's finally dark enough and late enough. You believe the guards will be slow and imperceptive. It's time to move. Okay. Um, I want... I want to... So am I still hearing the voices after I cut the... Or after the communication ended? Not especially. It, you were never, like, really hearing them. It's just that faint, like, sometimes you, you'd, like, think you'd hear a rock moving. Or sometimes you'd hear, like, the wind making a bit of a howling sound. But all of it was building into a kind of creepy feeling for you. But that feeling has kind of dispersed after getting to talk to some people you know. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll head out, and then I'll slowly head back towards where I thought the guards were patrolling before, or where the guard line was. Okay. Uh, I'll get a stealth roll from you, and a perception check. Do I get advantage because it's dark? Uh, yeah, absolutely. Good. One higher. I mean, it's practically pitch black outside. I went from 19 to a 1, but, uh, so, 30. Okay, for the stealth. And the, uh, perception? Perceptions. Uh, 23. Okay. Dis melds into the shadows and proceeds down the rubbled pathways for about 20 minutes or so. And long before then, you're starting to hear little snippets of conversation, much louder than the weird kind of ephemeral whispers you were hearing hearing before. Uh, Definitely people talking. Uh, As you approach, you hear little snippets of conversation. Honestly, mostly day-to-day type business, things like, I can't believe so-and-so is, you know, you know, taking another piss. What were they drinking yesterday? I can't believe they've got so many of us out here guarding nothing but rocks. Little snippets of conversation like that. Sounds a lot like just guards doing kind of their general bitch work. Um, but you, you're definitely to the point now where kind of the building that you're slipped against in the shadows is just, like, just on the other side of that building is definitely where the patrol line is. Okay, I'm going to look for... Um just gaps in the patrol line right now and and see where I can slip through with a little bit of sneakiness. Sure. You kind of pop your head around the side and the first thing that comes to your notice is you were kind of curious as to why the very outer ring of destruction had been guarded fairly well, but then there was just this huge gap of nobody paying attention to anything. It, it seems to be because most of the guards you might expect to find in that entire intervening four-hour space have been compressed into this line. Okay. There's actually a little guard fire about every two blocks. Mm-hmm. They maintain, appear to maintain anyway, constant visual contact. It's actually a fairly well-defended line. Mm. Um, I mean, it's no wall of a castle or anything like that, but, I mean, you're familiar with sneaking into places. This is definitely not a dumb way to set up your security. Does there look like there's anything that I could uh, somewhat easily sneak through, uh, like, wall-wise? Things that would cut off my line of sight? Or um, cut off line of sight? Hmm. Give me another stealth check, just in terms of, like, where you think you will be stealthy. Uh, still advantage? Yes. Uh, 27. So, there's no readily obvious place. It actually seems like they've gone through quite a bit of effort to clear the debris in between the camp lines. Mm. But, you travel for about 10 minutes in either direction of where you came from, and you notice on the far end of that 10 minutes on your right side, there's a set of two camps 
where the guards are a little lazier than the other ones you've noticed. All of the other ones have been very good about having at least two people at each fire looking away from their fire pits towards the other camp to not mess with their dark vision, and they're kind of cross-watching each other. But you find a group of two where it looks like those two people on both sides are just not as into their job as maybe they should be, and they've been periodically looking back at the fire to talk to the other people, and it's completely ruined their dark vision. Okay. So you you think you can make it in between as long as you go right down the middle and are quick. Yeah, I'm going to do that, and I will wait specifically for a time where they just looked at the fire. Okay. And, yeah, it, honestly, it's a skill set you're familiar with. You effortlessly slip through, and you don't think you were discovered. Okay. Uh, and then I'll continue on to where I remember the building being that was on fire. Okay. The shop. Uh, so that'll take at least another couple of hours. Uh, as you keep moving your way down, you're obviously keeping an yeah, eye I'm out for more self. patrols yeah. and all that kind of stuff. And you pick up a lot more on what kind of you and Lazarus were seeing the whole time. There's a lot more cleaning effort has been done here. Like, a lot more work, really. Uh, there's also the same stuff of all of the really solid, well-put-together blocks are gone, and only the little bits of completely useless rubble have been left behind. But even those have started to been organized into piles, and you even start to see little bits of, like, wagons and other materials that people, like, wheelbarrow-type things. You start to see signs of work mm. going on. Um, as you get closer to the void, things get darker. Uh, as well. There is that a certain amount of ambient light to that ethereal greenish sky that you're getting familiar with, but the, the void, the breach, isn't like that. It's almost completely dark, so you start losing more and more light as you go. Mm. Um, you travel for over an hour, and things have been cleared away so much that your line of sight is actually getting pretty good, even with the darkness. And as you come down one of the uh, roadways, well, what used to be a roadway anyway, and you clear a small pile of debris, you get an uninterrupted sightline towards the void, and you can see the ridge line where the crater must be. You can't obviously see into the crater, you don't have enough height for that. But what you do notice is that in the center of that crater, where obviously you would expect it to be the deepest, you're actually seeing little bits of light from the center of the crater. And as you kind of strain your eyes to, to see as well as you can, there's some sort of building going up there. Uh, yeah, I'm going to want to get closer in some way around the crater's edge and just identify what type of building's going up or okay. you know, what the hell's happening. I will note the edge of the crater is seems to be the next line of guards. Mm. Um, so as you get closer to the crater's edge, you start hearing more people again. Um, and definitely activity seems to be increasing. It, it, even so much to the point where there's enough fires being lit that it seems like people might even be doing work still, like well, small tasks. What um, what do people look like around here? Are they wearing like uniforms, or are they somewhat look the same? The last line you passed was all guardsmen, still with the well-engraved armor. This line, right on the edge, doesn't have any of that armor on. They just seem to be wearing kind of general craftsmanship clothes, aprons... Um, heavy work boot type deal. Uh, more like a crew doing some kind of job. Uh, how many of them are there? A lot. 
A lot. Like, like enough that it seems like a, an active camp, even at midnight. There are people walking around, orders are being given out. Is there any place they're um, grouping up for looks to be like a central meeting place? There's a couple of places where people are grouping up to perform certain tasks. You see people chiseling blocks, and uh, there's actually a couple of temporary forges that have been set up. People seem to be melting and sharpening equipment and that kind of stuff. Uh, in terms of a general area where people are convening, there is... So if you... Now that you've gotten so close, you can see that the ridgeline of the crater drops away. But then in the middle of the crater, there's a building that's being created. That It's coming up from the crater and is slowly being built upwards in the middle of the crater. And there's a bridge, like a thing like a rope bridge, that's been strung from the edge of the crater out towards the building. Um, and it's a fairly significant distance. It doesn't look like a very sturdy bridge, but you do notice small people, halflings or gnomes most likely, are running back and forth on it almost consistently. Is there any uh, larger races going across? No, absolutely not. The The bridge doesn't look like it can handle any more than 30 pounds maximum. Mm. Uh, I want to go to a quiet place around, quiet dark place around, so basically back up into the line a bit. Sure. And I want to use my disguise kit and disguise myself as just somebody that was working around there. So I probably wouldn't even use much of the disguise kit. I'd be picking up like shit around and trying to make myself like look like I've been Fairly struggling my way to and... get through. But uh, And then I'll just... Trying to get my clothes in the state that looks like something that would be considered, you know, looks like you've been out picking rocks and or even that um, I'm coming to deliver messages or that type of thing. But I want to have, uh, I want to do that. I want to approach him, and when I approach, I want to have the look of somebody who's kind of like looking around, but like first time they just got because they're told to come here type of thing. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. Cool. So you start approaching, and you're not trying to be stealthy anymore. And there's a marked difference. Like, when you were being very stealthy, you got pretty close to the camp ring to take a look at it. But as you backed away, switched your clothes, and went less stealthily, you notice almost immediately that you've been picked up. Like, somebody's noticed you. And as you kind of proceed closer... When you were coming in sneakily, you didn't see anybody in guard armor. Mm. But as you get closer, kind of walking in like somebody who's maybe supposed to be there, you can't help but notice there's, in your peripheral vision, you start seeing guards a building or two away looking at you. Or maybe just behind you, you hear the clinking of armor. You've been picked up and you're being watched I want to make you move closer. Part of my disguise kit, too, is making sure there's, like, something covering the hand of the ring. Makes sense. Um... And, uh, yeah, I'm just going to ignore them, like, act like I didn't notice the guards taking more notice of me. So basically, like, I'm an average laborer, and I'm just going to head straight into uh, looking for somebody who's in charge. Um, Maybe even asking a couple people first. Okay. You don't get quite the camp. When you're about a building away, finally that kind of loose contingent of guardsmen that's been watching you tightens in a little more. And as you kind of come around a little pile of rubble, you see three guardsmen standing there. Two of them are quite tall. They are both dragonborns. Uh, One is a green and another is a red. And they are in the full kit, the armor, the plate, the intricate uh, engravings. And in between them is a gnome. 
and he also has the armor on, or as best you can at that size. And he's got a, a kind of, not quite a beard, but you can see like he's trying to grow the beard, but it's maybe not quite there yet. And he's got an eye patch over one eye. And as you approach and you kind of come around this corner, it's the two big guys and the little guy. And he just kind of holds up a tiny hand. I stop. Hello, sir. I'm here to report for duty. I didn't hear of any messengers. Well, that's strange because it, you should have been notified. That's, I was under the understanding of that's how this works. You're right. That is strange. I am the captain. I should have been informed. Yeah. So where do I go to work here? I love it. <laughs> Each of the two guardsmen, the big guys, take a step forward. I want to back up nervously, like, hey, what are you doing? You see, we have a problem here. I don't know you. You don't appear to know me. That seems a bit strange. I don't... I'm sorry, I, I have problems <laughs> recognizing faces of non-drow. Roll persuasion. <laughs> oh boy. Do I get to persuade more because it's dark and it's hard to read my face? <sighs> no, this is just going on what <laughs> you said. <laughs> uh, okay, that's a solid uh, seven. <laughs> Drows are known to be shifty. But that doesn't exactly help your argument here, does it? That sounds pretty racist, too. I don't really care. Well. All right. Saying you do belong here, show me your paperwork. Paperwork? I was told I just had to come here. I see. Um. No, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I just hope you have something. He he kind of stares at you for a few moments. All right. I'll make you a deal, mysterious drow stranger. I don't really think you're supposed to be here, but I don't really feel like hiding a body tonight. So how about you just turn around, forget what you saw here, nobody has to get cut. Then I can't do my job. It's the only way I can live else here. To do, your job. do you know how long it is to go back? It took me like eight hours of walking to get here. Well, you managed it the first time. I'm not letting you in without papers. Well, I mean... God damn it. I <laughs> <laughs> only know there is paperwork. So... You're telling me, because the people who wanted me to come here forgot the paperwork, I'm going to have to walk eight hours back, get some paperwork, walk all the way back here at night, and then talk to you again. That's how this needs to go? That's correct. Hmm. Who are you again? I'm the captain. Captain. The captain. Of. I'm not in the habit of giving my name to strangers, friend. So, under authority of somebody who I have literally no idea, you're sending me back? If you really do belong here, then the person you're going back to should be well aware of the mistake they made. How do I know you weren't one of the people that caused this type of thing? You're not giving me any evidence to the contrary. 
You know what? If you think you belong here that badly... He kind of signals towards one of his guys. The guy... I nervously sit back. He, he starts, like, moving towards you, but he's just holding a torch. He's kind of pulling it a little bit closer to you. The captain, I, I try to cover my eyes a okay. little bit. Captain kind of leans forward a little bit. Supposing I was to say you looked a little familiar. What? Familiar? Seems strange. Yeah, maybe I've seen you somewhere around before. Maybe that means you do belong here. It'll come to me. It always does. Um, in insight to see if he immediately is like recognizing me, and he's just playing off that he doesn't. Sure, absolutely. Um, six. So. Having only found out about your wanted poster now, yeah. and knowing it wasn't drawn very well, you can't be sure, and his face is giving nothing away. So I can just go to work? Well, you do look a little familiar. It's possible I've seen you around the camp before. I'll tell you what, why don't we put you in one of the buildings here? I'll go check with a couple of the supervisors, and we'll get this sorted out. All right, sounds good. I'm going to head in. All right, boys. Put them in a hole. And the two big guys kind of take another step forward. Nervously step back a little bit. But the only thing I want to make sure of this time is I'm going to let them take me there. Mm-hmm. But um, if they try to mess with, I'm assuming I have like a glove or something, mm-hmm. or the finger with the ring, I'm just going <laughs> to pop myself out of there. Sure, fair enough. Uh, okay. Yeah, the two big guys, the two dragonborns, they come in, and each one of them kind of puts a firm, big hand on your shoulder. None of them seem very interested in what you're wearing, and they start guiding you, not towards the camp, but off to the right, ever so slightly. I want to, uh, I'll go with them, but I'm still fully putting up, like, the nervous, not combatant act type thing, so... Okay. The little gnome is following behind them, and, uh, you get to a building that's been almost completely restored. Looks like it's being used by the, the crew. And he they one of the big guys opens the door, and inside, the, the outside of the building looked fine. But inside, as soon as that door opens, you notice that rather than there being a floor there, it's just like two levels down of a big pit. And inside that pit, because you have dark vision, yeah. uh, you can see there's people in there that are just at the bottom of this hole. Uh, they let me to the edge of this? Yeah, they're basically holding you at the door. I want to... What are they doing down there? I don't know if that's what I was supposed to do here. That's all the people waiting for paperwork. Put them in the filing system, boys. I don't know about that. (laughs) And yeah, they just push you into the hole. I fall. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, you do. <laughs> um, do you want to try to catch your landing, or would you rather sell useless peasant and land right on your face? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm committing halfway through. I go, fuck. <laughs> All right, sounds good. I, I, I approve of your choice. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Okay. You take, you, you're like 
halfway through the fall, you, like, remember the fact that saving yourself from the fall might raise suspicion. So you overcompensate by just deliberately sabotaging your fall, and you land square on the side of your face and your shoulder, and you take 20 points of damage as you feel your shoulder dislocate. Oh my god, something's wrong! We just put you back together, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Um, as you kind of like, uh, and like roll over onto your back, you just see that silhouette of the captain as he slams the door, and you are awash in darkness. Sorry, 20 points? Yeah. It's two-story drop. What kind of cap is this? Uh, you definitely, there are a lot of people around you, uh, but they are in various stages of health, and it's just kind of a mass of people. I'm gonna wait until, uh, the captain, everybody's left, and I can hear some sort of confirmation that they've left, mm-hmm. uh, and then I'm gonna try to talk to people around me. Okay. What oh, is there a medic here? <laughs> Asking for a medic first is a solid choice. Um, you will we'll kind of gloss over the tiny individual conversations that you would need to have. Nobody there has any particular healing knowledge, though a few of the individuals that sound a little older based on their voice do kind of blindly, in the dark, manage to get you kind of patched up, and one of them pops your shoulder back in so you at least have use of your hand. Um... While talking to the individuals down there, most of them seem like they were brought in for work, but weren't completing the work fast enough, and were put here as punishment. Seems to be kind of the general story of people that you find down here. Um, Could you do a generic what I'm looking for down here, then? Absolutely. Uh, so then, general, I'm just going to be asking around, uh, still trying to keep up like the worker-type idea until I get a better sense of uh, people's feelings on the whole project. Certainly. Um, but I'm trying to get the reasoning, like, how people came to get called over here. Um, if there was anybody's heard any reasons for why this is being done first, because it seems weird that it's going from, like, the inside out and the outside in. Fair enough. Um, yeah, just kind of get, trying to get the lay of the land, why this is happening, and then probably asking for around for papers a little bit more, but... Okay. Uh, seems like the way to get more information if people aren't as uh, fluent in what's happening, I guess. Okay, fair enough. It's a little hard to do all of that in the dark. And and by dark, I do mean it is pitch black in here. Mm-hmm. Um, but nevertheless, you ask around. A uh, couple of the bits of information you pick up around the questions that you're asking. It sounds like most people, it was families displaced by the original blast. They offered work restoring. People took it. You know, it seemed legit at the time, basically. Mm-hmm. People are a little less sure of that now that they've been thrown in a pit for not working fast enough. But, you know, um, there is a lot of talk about the work being done, but not a lot about why. You get a lot of the specifics, like they appear to be building a large building in the center of the crater. It's almost the only thing they're working on right now. The rest of the cleanup is incidental. The cleanup is just happening because they're using the materials, Mm. not because it was the original design. Um, A lot of information like that, just people don't know exactly why things are happening, but they can fill you in on what is happening. Uh, I also want to figure out uh, any big players in the um, stronghold that have shown up that people have seen that they might not have expected to see here. 
there's a couple of gossip rumors going around. Uh, it is difficult to pull the real ones from the fake ones, as you might imagine. Uh, you hear almost the full gambit from people talking about seeing dead relatives here that they thought were dead, but they've totally seen them working in the camp. You've heard people talking about they've seen several higher echelon guard members here. There's been talk of several nobles whose names you don't particularly recognize, but you just recognize them as nobles based on the way people talk about them being here. Uh, there's even been some rumors about the prophet himself or the queen being here, but everybody seems to kind of generally think that that's just crazy. Uh, some people have talked about seeing demons, dogs, walking plants. It really kind of seems like everybody's got a story about something crazy they've seen here. I want to figure out who the guard cap or captain or whatever he was that threw me in here, who he actually is. Okay, like more more direct information about yeah. him. Most of the people in the pit don't seem to know him very well. They're more familiar with the people like running, like their foreman that they were reporting to and stuff like that. In terms of the captain, everybody just seems to refer to him as either the captain, that tiny angry douchebag, names like that. Mm. Um, I will attempt to... I also want to ask around for how to get the paperwork that seems to be required. And really, at that point, it might start getting a little bit more forceful with people since it's so dark. Especially mm. the races I know don't have dark vision. Okay, fair enough. It's trying to trying to ply them a little. Yeah. Uh, give me an intimidation check. Okay. Okay, so my intimidation is Uh, 25. Okay. Intimidating's working pretty good. Uh, most of them seem to have legit papers. A, a large contingent of them were thrown down here because they weren't working fast enough or they talked back too much, those types of activities. Not that they were completely without paperwork. You seem to be unique in that sense, that you've managed to get this far without proper documentation. Uh, you take a couple of the races that you know don't have dark vision and you start plying them. Pretty forcefully, actually. And sure enough, you end up with about six or seven different sets of paperwork. You're not sure if any of them match you well enough, what with it being so dark, but nevertheless, you do have papers with which later you could maybe do some work on getting a, a proper kit together. Mm. Um, after I get the, those papers, I'm just going to bag them or pocket them however I can. Okay. Uh, I'm going to find an out-of-the-way spot in there, uh, preferably behind something. Okay. It's an open pit. Yeah, but, um, so I'll just look for the people I've seen in there that I know have dark vision. Okay. Uh, and then just try to be out of their line of sight for a little bit. Maybe, okay. like, find a group of humans or something and just, like, huddle down with them. Uh, roll a stealth check, uh, but with disadvantage, because you're kind of going on your gut and, like, hoping that the people you think have dark vision can Well, see. my vision should be better than everybody's down here. In theory, yes. But it's pitch black, so it's not even like you're picking up on low light level. There's no light level at all. I'm a drow. I have, like, the heat vision. Mm, that's true. Okay. So it's still hard for you to guess who might have dark vision, but overall you feel pretty confident where you are, so roll yourself roll. Uh, advantage? Or, uh, just, sorry, not just, advantage. Just regular. Just regular. Uh, 19. Okay. And You feel pretty confident. I will fucking zoop my way out of there with the, the ring. Okay. 
You touch your ring, touch the gem, and you feel yourself being whisked away from the building. There is a strange feeling as you feel the teleport take hold. Kind of like, um, like being in jello. It's not like there's that instant one second you're gone, the next second you're standing in the middle of the market rung portal. There's kind of that slow, like you feel your body starting to pull, but it's kind of in slower motion than it should be. And there's kind of a popping feeling as you breach that, and then you teleport instantly. But it, it definitely felt wrong. Like, you had to breach through something first before the teleporter worked. Have I ever felt anything like that before? Not here. Well, not here, but have I? No, you guys haven't really done a lot of teleportation. Um, what's I think, your... I think Lazarus is still only one for teleportation. Yeah, you would definitely have to talk to one of the more magically inclined people to maybe get a better understanding about what happened. To you, it just felt strange. Okay. Um, yeah, I'll teleport back to... Yeah, I forgot to ask where you were going. So I know they're probably around Phelan Shop, but... Uh, and I know where the laundromat is. I'll probably just go back to the laundromat. Okay. Do you contact them through the ring, or are you just going to wait for them to come back to the laundromat? It's pretty late right now. Mm -hmm. And I know they were doing some sleuthing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I'll contact. Uh, Nim, Kenna, Lazarus. I finished my preliminary investigation of the of Ground Zero, and I found a couple of interesting pieces of information, but I'll wait for you to get back to the, the laundromat. Ten four. <laughs> Alex. Hang over. Okay. Uh, you do notice Alex is still there. Um, he's basically taking late-night orders. But uh, overall, once he decides that you're there just to kind of wait for the shop owners to return, he dismisses you almost entirely. Oh, hang on. Okay. That takes us back to you guys, uh, doing the best you can with your restorative work down in the basement. You've had a couple of hours, you've picked up what you can pick up. What's, uh, what's the plan now? <laughs> still, Lazarus is still airing out the building. <laughs> oh, I thought he was trying to start the magic carpet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess, uh, yeah, are you guys done in there? Is there something else that you've thought of while we were not focusing on you? I suppose I'll kind of like call down here. I suppose now I've been, I've been kind of brought up to speed with what they found in the general room. And yeah. I suspect so. I said and, I was keeping you updated. Yeah. And you would have all just heard Dis's message that he is you know, done and back at the cleaners. So, is there anyone we should show this to? I don't think there's anyone we can trust. Trust, certainly not, but maybe if you were to do more of us here, this may seem to be important for me. I know at least one person that would be crushed that you don't trust her. Well. <laughs> We don't we trust her on the premise, just because it's strong. <laughs> we can't get a hold of her. That's true. That's so like... But there are supposed to come to mind. Who? Well, our more loud handler. Maxie? Mm -hmm. Strain. Oh, Strain. I don't think we show Strain. I think that's the worst idea. There is another one that shall not be named. 
Might as well be. I think Strain had some sort of deal with you about sharing intel already, didn't he? Isn't uh, that just that. with him? Yeah. Or, sorry, he gave you a way to contact him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about, um, Mr. Gonna kill us if we talk? Yeah, that's what that's, I was mentioning. Okay. That's strange. Skinner. Oh no, sorry, Skinner. Skinner. Yeah, not Strain. Skinner. Yeah, that was too many really S names. Sorry, I like, have bad. a way of communicating Strain. In some way? Nope, no, I was thinking of Skinner. <laughs> <laughs> too many S names. My own fault. Skinner, I would agree with. I don't think we tell Strain. Mm, shall we notify him now? Gotta wait till midnight. We are. Uh, he started moving at midnight. It's oh. been a couple hours since then, so it's probably like three in the morning or so. So we'll have to wait till tomorrow. Well, later today, honestly. <laughs> it is the morning now. Uh, well, I mean, Lazarus has got nothing else to do. He can get down there. So yeah. It's up to these two for them. Yeah, it's up to them if they're done. Yeah, I think it can be finished for now. Okay. Um, do you seal things up on your way out? Like, what's yeah. the cleanup protocol? Uh, I would assume we would put it back exactly how we found it. Like, and I would even try to like use Druid craft to put the dust back into the spots that it was originally. Well, I mean, what are we hiding? That we've been there. That's obvious. I mean, the room was on fire. Once you get downstairs. Sure, so we cover up, like, the second room of the rug, maybe. So that's a move. What if someone just walks into Baylin's shop and all of a sudden sees a trap door? So you mean, like, in the shop level? Yeah. Okay. Alright, fair enough. So put the shelf back. Maybe try to redust things a little. Okay. Probably doesn't take you too long. Okay, you return, you get to meet up with this, uh, you guys can have your, uh, uh, what do you call it, uh, debriefing. <laughs> uh, I'll let them know most of it, but then... Oh, so I'll tell them everything up to when I teleported out. Okay. So, everything over there is really freaking weird. It seems a little bit on the sly, I don't know why this short motherfucker thought it would be a cool idea to just toss people down there. They haven't been working long enough. I kind of focus on the, the two-story fucking pit down yep. there. Yep. Seems kind of weird for people that have been dis- uh, displaced and then trying to find work just get tossed in a pit to rot, basically. But I do have... <sighs> I pull out all my papers. A whole <laughs> bunch of paperwork if we want to infiltrate. What do you expect? I have no idea what's actually happening with the building. Also, it felt really weird when I teleported out of there. I'm not a magic man, but it felt, you know, like when I left, I was I was swimming through the the magic sea instead of just flying through the magic air. I feel like both myself and him were just insulted. I like the hand movements. I'm not a magic man. Jazz hands. <laughs> uh, can I do a history check? See if I've heard of anything like this with teleportation technology. 
Sure, you can give it a shot. Teleportation technology. Technology. Uh, it's an 18. 18. Okay. You, you take some time to think about it. In the meantime, Kenna's going to do an investigation of the paperwork. Mm-hmm. But kind of while she's working on the paperwork, you're you're trying to trace back anything you think you can uh, think of. And there's there's a couple of things. Like, I mean, you're, certainly teleportation can be a bit of a wily magic. Things like uh, heavily magicked areas can sometimes bend teleportations in unexpected ways. It's dangerous, for example, to try to teleport out of a dragon's lair because the magic they build up can sometimes really mess with it. Uh, Same thing for areas of magical voids can be particularly dangerous. And then, of course, there's the more obvious causes, like somebody trying to stop teleportation uh, but maybe it wasn't good enough, that kind of stuff. So it kind of runs the full gambit from natural to more man-made reasons that teleportation can feel odd. Yes, it was really weird. I'm not really sure what caused that, but I, I ended up being able to teleport okay. But I think we should look into this a little bit more. I don't think it's, I think it's really strange that they're building an entirely new building right where this happened. And that people are getting randomly tossed in pits because of it and just all the secrecy around it. Like, why would you need papers to do this? It's just a construction method. Maybe it's like some kind of magical tower. Maybe that explains why, like, how how do I explain this to Des? (laughs) So, teleportation is magic, right? And when you have lots of magic around magic, it functions differently sometimes, so oh. maybe there's just lots of magic in the area, so maybe there's some kind of magic tower. Magic tower, you say? Perhaps. But the magic tower wasn't there before they're building a magic tower, you think? What if the secrecy was to the design of the building itself? Perhaps it's for the new lord. Why would it need to be that secret, then? So that people do not know the layouts. But why? So they can attack the Lord, they're mad. But how would they get into the stronghold to attack the Lord? Mm, the more so room. that internal stronghold does that go. How that building works, perhaps. But then he's... No doubt the nobility has the power to keep their own in secret. But if they're trying to keep the secret, what is that? This secret that they're tossing people in pits, what does that imply they're going to do when they're done to these people? Nothing good. The crater is where the void begins as well. Or I should say the breach. I keep calling it the void because in my head it's a big black void. Hmm. Hmm. And this gnome. Stu is a bastard. Tell me what. He was just like. Get the hell out of here. And I was like, no, I have paperwork. And he's like, oh, let me file that for you. And I got Spartan kicked. <laughs> so, we now have two pieces of information referring to the captain of the guard. Well, this might not be the captain of the guard. I'm not sure who exactly he is. People just had unflattering names for him. But those in his company and himself referred to him as the captain, we said. That's right. The one responsible for ordering the knight was also the captain, was it not? 
Perhaps we are looking at the same person. Very possible. But it doesn't speak well that he ordered this to happen, and then there's so much secrecy around the area mm-hmm. that well, the night attacked. To be fair, nothing we found into this has been well. I think... I still think we need more information. Mm-hmm. I think we should talk to... We have lots of things to follow now. The Thieves Guild. <laughs> we can't forget about the Thieves Guild. <laughs> they... Sure, but you are assuming that they have more involvement. Well, they might have involvement, but they might be more willing to talk about it as well. Perhaps, but we are. Or rather yourself, indeed. Only at the entry of their door for now, are we not? We should try to put our foot inside, though. But it may be time before we could ask as all as we We're going to have to build reputation. We can build through the Thieves' Guild. I don't think we need a huge amount of reputation to join them. I think we already have enough. Mm-hmm. I've been approached. That is more what Lazarus meant for you to pursue that reputation. I think Kenna and I could head back to a spot where we were approached by what I believe were Thieves' Guild now, but I'm not entirely sure. <laughs> the, uh, the shop with the weird food. Right! With what was that? The um, chainmail guys. Chainmail guys that you had a mental <laughs> so breakdown over. Guys. Yep. Yeah. I mean, it's been a while since we talked to chainmail. I came to terms in six months. <laughs> what if chainmail guy was down what in the What if he finally realized just how many people that was? He's like, oh. <laughs> I have to exterminate them all. <laughs> all right. Well, it sounds like you guys could do with a couple of minutes to think of your next plan. So we'll take our break. Okay. Wow, what a cliffhanger. I wonder what's going to happen next time. Uh, seriously, guys, thanks for joining us. Thanks for listening in. Uh, if you liked what you heard, share us with your friends. If you hated what you heard, share us with your enemies. Uh, seriously, though, like, comment, subscribe. We'd love to hear from you, and we'll find out what happens to Double Doubles and Dragons next time.